Hello, Josie. Hello, Mel. I'm pretty sure you're coming out of two ears for everyone else. You're not for me. Why do I keep starting in that weird high-pitched sort of weird little mouse voice? I don't know. Like, hi. No, it's not like, hi. It's like, hi, Josie. (laughs) It's like, you know, when you have the phone voice. Yes. I love your phone voice. My phone voice. It's like, um, hello, this is Melissa from Pedestrian TV. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just inquiring <laughs> as per my email as per my email let's just uh, massage the situation i hate that saying i hate literally everything about any business meeting conversations yeah i aligning you know when i was up traveling mm. i would like obviously be in cafes in the morning because i didn't have a job <laughs> and, um and i would like especially in like the major cities like perth and canberra and stuff I'd be sitting in there and there was always fucking like this pair of like business people powwowing about something. (laughs) And it was so mentally draining. Like you would be sitting there listening and it's like you could just cut that two hour long breakfast meeting Mm. bullshit down to like five minutes of someone saying, I want you to buy this. And the other person saying, we'll buy it if you do this for us. And them saying, we will do that for you. Shake hands, the end. But it's just all this bullshit and the words. And it's like, I don't even think you know what the words are. It's like I want to pause time and go in and be like, do you know what flesh this out means in this conversation? (laughs) Like what are you fleshing out here? What what are we fleshing out? My brother works in the public (laughs) service. So Mm. you can imagine how many dumb meetings he goes to and stupid words. His favourite is um, people go, I think we need to leverage our synergies. (laughs) That's an amazing one. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. What is a synergy and, and what are you leveraging? Like, I feel like I'm in – do you remember Dilbert, the cartoon? It was all about um, – Vaguely, yes. It was like an office culture. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I feel like I'm in Dilbert. Like it's just <laughs> – or like office space. It's yes. just like made up shit. He's like, is this performance art or like a sketch on Full Frontal? This <laughs> is like, this real life? I Unfortunately, that's a... his real life and he goes like 10 of those meetings a day. I just imagine 10 meetings a day of that. Oh, my God. Literally, I would rather bang my head repeatedly on a table for 10 hours. Yeah. I would rather do that. <laughs> it would don't, be more fun and interesting. Don't work in the tax Things, <laughs> Who knows what could happen in that, in a meeting that long, which is just people saying synergy to each other until we all die. I know exactly what's going to happen. And tabling stuff. I know. Oh, tabling stuff. I went to a, actually, I went for a job years ago. Last week, I know, I was years like, ago. <laughs> Please, um, do and I got on. down to like the final two and it was a social media job. And at the time I hadn't worked in social media, but like mm. I did work with social at my old job and like mm. I'd been very much in like a role that involved a lot of ideas, stuff and like knowing your audience and all that shit. And yeah. So I probably got to that last round because I knew mm. I had a lot of good ideas. But the last round was an interview and it was all very technical oh. and they just used all the dumb shit words that they people use that mean really basic things that they yes. can just say in a basic it's way but they decide, like way. ROI. Yeah. We don't need to say <laughs> ROI. Why don't we just say getting the audience interested? Like yeah. what is the return on that for us? Yes. You know, you don't yeah. say ROI. Yeah. Like I know that means return on investment but like you could just say yes. that. there's so many of those acronyms I just have to google them yes (laughs) I've always had to google them and then so in this job I didn't get it and they were like oh look there was someone else that was like a bit more qualified and I'm thinking were they fucking more qualified because they knew what ROI meant because that's the stupidest reason (laughs) yes until I'm still dirty about it yeah but like 
just why are we just using words like synergy? I just don't think synergy needs no, to be ever used. I don't want to leverage word. it either. I don't want to leverage anything. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want it called an asset. I don't want to call it ideation. Ideation. That's an idea. Scalable. That's just ideas. <laughs> ideation is idea with nation put on the end <laughs> or whatever. Asian. <laughs> Like scalation. Scalation. Um, I just want to like tableation this ideation. <laughs> if we could just scalation that back. So we can leverage our for the synergi- ROI. synergization. <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying. Oh, God. I anyway, so if any of you actually work in the yes. industry where you have to do that, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for I'm you. I'm so – I feel for you. I think you need 10 Kit Kats. Yes. A day to yes. get through it. Speaking of Kit Kats, mm. we'd like – people to send us some. Oh my god. If you're listening to this and you work for any company that has food, can you send yeah, it? Please send like, it. Like we'll We're talk for snacks. We'll talk about it for at least 30 <laughs> seconds. Depending on what it is. Like don't send me actually send me dog food. I have a dog, but like, yeah. like don't send me like health bars. No, I don't want a health bar. Nothing healthy. I mean healthy like I would take a big platter of fresh fruit. Mm. if it came from a company not just from you like don't make us food in your no, home and send it that would be food. weird don't, don't get weird i'm just like <laughs> if you work for kit kat unless you are part of the cwa <gasps> then fuck i love I the will cwa accept the, the most terribly packaged po- cookies if you yes put your cookies in an envelope and send them and i'll eat them <laughs> <laughs> they'll just be dust yeah. You can inject them. I'll, 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 I'll just shake it into my mouth. Injecting cookies. <laughs> yeah. I'll literally shake that dust into my mouth. I would. I am obsessed with the CWA. Oh, I, have you been to the stores in Tasmania? I have never been to the store. Oh, my God. I like make a beeline as soon as I'm there. I'm so jealous that you even knew that existed. I've never been there when oh I was in Tasmania. Oh, my God. I have all the cookbooks. <gasps> I'm obsessed with CWA because I don't like cooking, but I love baking. Yes. So I, it's very calming. I love it. I get into like a nice flow state. Yeah. I like to follow the directions yep. and then at the end there's something nice. And because you're baking it, I find that I can clean up during that process. Yeah. So then it's not like when you make dinner and then you eat it and then it's late at night mm. and you're like, oh, it's a fucking kitchen full of dishes to do, which I'm now dealing with thanks to podcasts. Now yep. I'm like, I'll do the dishes. <laughs> Josie's become like master know, chef. I am. I'm like cooking all the time, clean. Like Julian will go, you cooked. I'll clean. I'm like, no, <laughs> I've got an episode of Case Files. Like, sit down. Stop trying to do work for I'm me, like, Julian. I'm to do it. It's mine. <laughs> He's like, you could just sit here and listen to my favourite murder. I'm like, no. <laughs> like I need to do something with my hands. Do it. I need to do it. I find it weird to just sit still and listen to a podcast. Well, this is my thing. I, you know, if I you're don't not listen. driving or you're on a bus or you're doing the dishes or you're cooking or like cleaning Mm. I'll put it in my headphones and vacuum yeah but if I'm just sitting there I find that really strange I can't even do it like that like like you know the only time I listen is when I'm driving yeah and on only really on long drives Mm. which I do lots more of now because I'm dating someone that lives yes (laughs) like completely other town to me but like normally I like I I go through long periods where I don't listen and Mm. I was listening I caught up on so much when I did my trip because I'd you know obviously was just driving all day every day but then when I'm just working and life's normal you don't get a chance so I'm always behind on everything and then I catch up and then I want to talk about it and you're like that happened so long ago that's so old (laughs) that podcast is months old five years old (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway, CWA folks, yep. send us tea cake in mm-hmm. a box unwrapped. Melting I don't care. Melting moments, biscuits, I'll eat it. the yep. jam, yep. the knitted goods. I always buy the knitted stuff for my friends with babies. A little fresh jumpers. cream sponge cake. Fuck yes. Just put it in a box. I'm cool it. with that. 
I don't, it's my dream to move to the country and join the CWA. Yes, same. And like be the like scary president. Oh, yes. No, the vice president who's like vying for the leadership. Like like Reese Witherspoon in election vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you've got to overthrow Gladys to, you know, get full power. Because the youth are going to take over the CWA because all those oldies. Watch out, oldies. (laughs) We're coming for you with our questionably better tea cake. We don't know. I love it. Maybe Um, I'll bake something soon from the CWA book. Well, I went to accidentally... Accidentally. Accidentally. (laughs) Accidentally when I was... (laughs) I I went through a really shitty breakup a couple of years ago and it was like right before Anzac Day. And so I was like, I need to get the fuck out of Sydney. (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking about Anzac biscuits. I'm like, yum. (laughs) Well, it does lead to yum. Right. Okay. okay. So I was like, I need to get away and no one could go away. Mm. So I just took off on my own. I went to Kosciuszko National Park and it's mm. actually so beautiful mm. in summer. Mm. And like, well, this is obviously autumn. Just gorgeous. like the walks yeah. are beautiful up there. Like you can go right up where normally yeah. it's all snow and just go on these massive walks. It's the beautiful. light is so beautiful there. So the light and the air, everything mm. about it, amazing. And so it was really like healing for me. Mm. A I mean, bit of a mini eat, pray, love vibe. It was. I literally was like messaging people being like, this is so fucking eat, pray, love. I can't even deal with it. But um, – on the way back, I just happened, like I was driving through Jindabyne and mm. they were having a CWA bake sale for Anzac Day. Oh my gosh. I bought so much stuff <laughs> and then I was like on this sugar high the whole way home because all I was eating was Anzac cookies and like oh melting moments and love melting like moments. little fairy cakes and yeah. fucking. They're the best. Just hook it to my veins, yeah. CWA cakes in my veins. It's just like. If people don't know what we're talking about, CWA is the Country Women's (laughs) Association. So there's kind of one in every small town. They have like the headquarters. They don't just bake. They talk about like issues. Oh, yeah. It's like an amazing like it was an amazing initiative back in the day in the ye olde settler days for like women who were Like that woman that was sweeping out of the hut in the Wilga Waterhole Yeah, she was probably the CWA president. She probably started it. She would have because she seemed – because she was capable, remember? She was so capable. Bush capable. Bush capable. Also in the capable hotness category. She was hot as – she was. That's probably why he was attracted to her. He was like, fuck, this girl can fucking do shit. She can sweep that heart. She like swept that business. heart. She tended that. Well, I mean, you know. Um, but she also probably could wrangle horses because oh, that was yeah. the vibe I got from Like her. a McLeod's Daughters but old-timey yeah. vibe. Like that's why Claire from McLeod's Daughters oh, was the best one. Yes. She was just so capable. So – and capable but also like, you know, she was just her own person. It wasn't yeah. like – she didn't – act like a man no. to be capable. She was just, she just like did her. what she had to do. She was a she bit of a to, tomboy, but she, she was get still a bit run happening. Yes. Like she just fucking mucked in and did it. Yeah. God, I'm still not over her death. I know. I uh, Kate, when we were re-watching it, mm. I missed that episode because Kate went ahead of me and she sent me. <laughs> no, no, not she sent me, sorry. I got home and she's opening that she's crying and opening the fridge looking for food and just like crying and I'm like whoa what happened and she's like Claire just died on McLeod's daughters oh, and I can't handle it and so I filmed bad. the whole thing it's so funny to me that she was so upset about a character's death it was like it was harrowing the death that stopped a nation it was um anyway none of that was what we Should planned we talk to about talk about more current things <laughs> we can't even focus like we were like let's do mystery minutes to talk about all the bullshit from the podcast and then we just like add extra bullshit yeah. to the bullshit and then they yeah. become as long as podcast So then we'll have another <laughs> side podcast, which is like even more bullshit I that's just not like related to anything. We're going to get to the live show. P.S. We've got a live show Friday, yes. May the 3rd. 
buy tickets. Sydney, Redfern, yeah. tickets are 20 bucks. If you're listening from Sydney, you're free on May the 3rd and you haven't bought a ticket yet. I'll be personally offended. I am deeply offended. I am. Like, get there now. We consider you our friends. Giantdwarf.com.au. I don't know what yes. the forward slash is. No, You'll find oh, it on there. It's forward slash all Aussie mystery hour. Yeah. Go there. Find it. Yeah. Spend your $20. It's and not, come and it's see a no, it's a no-brainer. It's a no do you know that if you really meme, like us, you do it. Do you know that meme that everyone shares in the group, Facebook group, by the way, All Aussie Mystery Hour? You can find it on pedestrian.tv's Facebook page. Um, the meme and it's like what it's like when you're listening to podcasts and yes. these two girls sitting with it. That's, that works in reverse because I genuinely sit here talking and it's yeah. like you guys are the little <laughs> podcast machine and yeah. I keep looking at it. Yeah, we're like, guys, buy a ticket. It's just this black piece of plastic blinking at us. <laughs> it's like a, this conversation with you that you guys don't talk back to us yeah. and vice versa. So basically what I'm saying is you're all our friends and it would be mm. very rude as a friend mm. of mine mm-hmm. and Josie's mm-hmm. To not come yes. to the live show because if you're free. Because we want to do them in other cities too, but to do that it has to be like a packed house in Sydney. Yes. So everybody in Sydney come. Yeah. It's a Friday night. Like, What are you nice, doing? It's nice to have an excuse. Do we go out on Friday like, nights anymore in Sydney? I don't think we it do. It won't be a late one. You know, if you're tired, you could just sit there. We'll yeah. chat for a bit. Just and then you get to go. Put those Homer Simpson glasses on where your eyes are open. Yes. And just sleep. Or tape. Just sleep. Tape your eyes up like yeah. that. It's okay if you yeah. want to sleep through our show. Just, just be come. there. Yeah. <laughs> just come to the show. The desperation levels of us yeah. are getting just through the roof with the live show. Yeah. Um, but what I was actually going to say was mm. we're, we're very much at risk that we're just going to talk shit no, the entire two that. hours. <laughs> and we'll get to like that. cut off time. We'll be like, oh, fuck. We, we need to get to, through two mysteries. Yeah. We're doing back-to-back mysteries for you. Um, so we can't. No, we Crap won't. on for too much. We'll have – well, we don't have our mummager there because she's away, but yeah. we'll have a second mummager. We'll, we'll find someone to be our – Stand-in mummager. to, like, just literally do the cutting throat motion of, like, on fucking shut. I wonder who will go first. Will we flip a coin? Flip a coin. Although um, yours will probably be more zesty, so maybe I should go first. I just – I that's a conversation for us to take <laughs> away from the podcast. <laughs> What was your first thing on our topic list? Um, Versace. Oh, my God. Okay. This is all you. Oh, God. I forgot we were talking about this. I'm just, okay. (laughs) So I have to, like, confession time, I haven't actually gotten past second episode (laughs) because, no, because we've got Bachelor in fucking Paradise. it's taken about a We've had. Read our recaps on um, pedestrian.tv. Yes, please do. Yeah. Or if you don't like Batchy because we're not particularly nice about it. No, you could, really everyone, they're they're accessible for the world. yeah. Anyway, non-denominational so recaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, so this is, I'm talking about the assassination of Gianni Versace, the HBO series that's now on Netflix. Yeah, um, is it HBO? I, I think it was know. FX. Okay, it's not HBO. Ignore me. It's, um, it's the one <coughs> done Ryan, by Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So there was the OJ Simpson one mm. and Versace, and it feels weird because I felt like I remember this conversation about this show mm. last year. Yeah, because like, it was on Fox early Hill. last year. It was on Fox. Yeah. Hill. And, and then, then now they've yeah. acquired it on Netflix, which means makes it more accessible. Yeah, it means the masses are getting <laughs> it. It means we're all watching it now. Um, it is so fucking good. I've been, like, badgering Josie to watch it. It's yeah. just, like, even from the opening sequence, the opening sequence is just Versace himself walking through his, like, waking up in his palatial bedroom, yeah. walking through his ridiculously opulent house. Yes, because he was very opulent. It's disgusting. It's like 
it's like gold leaf has vomited, <laughs> vomited all over the house. Like it's just ridiculous. He like picks up this like pink glass of water oh. from like a man, like I almost want to say he's a shirtless man, but he may have a shirt on standing with a tray. He may as well have a shirt off because that's yeah. the vibe he's giving he's off. He's just there to be pretty. He's got a mental vibe of shirtless. Yeah. And um, just waltzing through it, puts on this, oh, sorry, I banged the <laughs> microphone, puts on this ridiculous robe. Um, just, you know, it's visually mm. ridiculously stunning, but then also he's nailed this sort of mid nineties kind of Miami yeah. beach vibes, like all the roller skaters yeah. and like these women wearing like big gold gaudy jewelry and yeah. red lips and, and like white suits pink, and like yeah. pink outfits. Yeah, and on. like even where Andrew Kunanan, who is the guy that murders Versace, which you definitely know from episode one. So even where he's staying, he stays at this like seedy hotel, but the outside of it is this like sort of Barbie pink. Oh, I love all the colours of beautiful. It's just so beautiful. And um, all the actors are amazing. Penelope Cruz is a massive standout as Donatella, but also um, the guy that used to be on Glee, whose name I always forget, he plays Andrew Kunanan and he's amazing. He's still hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's his name? I, f- I can't remember. I go- had to Google it last time, honestly, and it still didn't ring a bell to me. Um, but the thing that I think is, makes it so good is that mm. I didn't realise that Andrew Cunanan was a serial killer. Yeah. I forgot about that fact. It wasn't like he just killed Versace like randomly like yeah. a crazed fan. He literally was a serial killer that people were on the hunt for, like yeah. the FBI were looking for him. Um, and it kind of looks a lot into his life as well as Versace's life. It's, it's Darren a, Chris. Darren Sorry, Chris. Sorry, I just thought That's of it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's so fucking good. Um, I have it like, yeah, it's a real problematic crush on Andrew Cunanan in it. It's just, yes. he's, yeah, he's so <laughs> scary. Yeah. But he's also just got this sexiness about him. Like, Darren Chris is a babe. That's yes, part of it. Yeah. But also, he's like got this weird, like, sexy 80s, like 90s confidence. Yeah, right. And I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like you're like, I see why, how he managed to manipulate people. It's yeah. a very Ted Bundy vibes. It's right. like I see how you managed to manipulate people because predator. you're very good looking and you play up that, play mm. on that. Mm. You really play on yeah, your Yeah, you use it to, to your advantage. Yeah. I really want to watch it. I don't care. I'm fine to say that serial killers are hot when they yes. are hot yes. because I don't think that says I'm condoning them fucking brutally murdering no. people. No, and it's not like going like, oh, my God, I have a mulatto so hot because no. clearly he's not. He's not. That would just be saying you find him hot because of what he did, like all those women that write to killers in prison because, yeah. like, the whole appeal is what they did. Yes. But Ted Bundy and this Andrew, what is it, Cunanan? Yeah. They're different because they use the looks yeah. as a weapon, which we said yeah. you said in that said article before, yeah. about Ted Bundy. That's you different. said that line. That was your line. Did I? Yeah, oh, you did. Um, but that is exactly the thing. And I think when, you know, when you're talking about serial killers being hot, um, I don't think there's a problem looking at them as physical mm. beings, like they're physically quite attractive. Yeah, You're attracted to their walking among charisma. As normal people in yeah. the commas. And then drawing the line at mm. well, no one should be murdering people no, and murdering not. is not sexy. Yeah. Murdering's not sexy. Don't do it. Don't do it. So like that's the you know, that's the thing. It's yes. you're looking at them purely from a like 
like a superficial mm. level yes. about their charisma and their physical looks yeah. and then not looking deeper at like what they fucking did. Like it's, you know, I don't think that's, anyway, whatever. I'm just, who cares? Who cares? I um, will so that's watch my it, thing. Watch it. Um, it's I'm apparently gets even better. Film. Like everyone in the group was telling me when I started going on about it that mm. it gets even better. So I'm pretty excited to watch some more of that. Yeah, I'll watch it at some point. What are you watching? Are you watching anything? Well, I'm watching a lot of football. That's why I haven't watched Versace because <laughs> footy season's in full swing. Um, but I'm listening to mm. a few things. Mm. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. So obviously you're waiting and I totally get why and I almost yes. waited, but I couldn't, to the Belangelo series of Case mm. File. So it's up to part three. It's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. I, I'm glad I didn't um, wait because it's almost like the old school days of watching TV and, and not having Netflix or Stan or whatever. And things are unfolding. And having to wait mm. until like, oh, my God, next episode. Yeah. Which will kind of seem like Game of Thrones really brought that old school thing. Of yes. Like, um, I have a friend who after every episode he'll write on Facebook with no context. He'll just write, God damn it, next episode, please. We all know he's talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it really did bring that back, like the whole cliffhanger thing. Yeah. And Casey, old case file, he's really like ending them on like amazing kind of cliffhanger yeah. notes of where you're like, even though you know what happens, yeah, you still just want that next episode to come. It's so well done. It's so sad. It's so the first episodes without spoiling, we obviously know what happens, but it's all kind of about how the, the foreigners went missing and then like their families back home and you talked about it when mm. you did the episode on him and it really hurt my feelings then but just thinking about how they were kind of like oh maybe they're busy because there was no e- email there was no yeah. mobile phone yeah. no social media it was just like oh they're just having a really good time and then it was like six weeks passed and and they couldn't get police to take them seriously because it was just like oh they're just having fun yeah and it's like, no, my my kid wouldn't do that. My kid wouldn't just leave me hanging. One woman even came to meet her daughter, mm. Simone Schmidl's mum, I think, to meet her in Melbourne. And that's where Simone was going. Mm. And she decided to hitchhike there. And her friend actually back in Sydney was like, please don't hitchhike, please don't hitchhike. And then the mum arrived and um, the daughter wasn't there. So yeah. she was just kind of like, okay, and went like into the city in Melbourne, no sign of her. So she called that friend in Sydney and the friend's stomach just sunk because she was like, she hitchhiked, like I told her not to. Yeah. So they immediately thought the worst. But the police were like, no, it's fine. It was just like, so they, they kind of got the foreign police to put the pressure on the Australian police and be like, please look into these. Yeah. And they didn't look into them for a long time. Well, it's that complicated thing, I think, because that, like you said, that time of, you know, technology mm. was that, you didn't have all this access to immediate contact yeah. with people from the other side of the world. Mm. And then add in that pack of culture in general yeah. is to kind of go a bit off the grid. Yes. And like the whole thing about it is that people go on these big trips and, you know, they're kind of mm. in areas with no reception and like, and there yes. would have been even less reception exactly. then. So they like, just, it's like, when do you start panicking? Well, that's it. Like, cause you kind of go, okay, well, like even like, I think I said when I did Malat that my sister was traveling in Europe at the time and would go like a week Mm. without contacting us and that's with all this technology but just because she was you know time zones yeah doing shit it's all those Mm. element factors all together and so it's like 
that's the thing is you wouldn't start worrying no. for weeks yeah. back then. And then when you do start worrying, law enforcement's going to worry even less because yeah. they're just like, well, they're probably just, you know, in Uluru with no yeah. reception or something. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I said this when you did it, but it, my dad even got angry at me once. My dad is very mild-mannered, like mm. a very level-headed person. And I, he lives in Newcastle. I live in Sydney, so it's hardly like across the world. But he tried to call me a couple of times and like I think he emailed me once and I was just like living my life. And then when I finally did talk to him, he had a go at me, which is not like him. Mm. And he was just like, you need to remember that I'm in another city and like, you know, I, I almost called your mum. Yeah. I think he ended up asking my brother, but he was kind of like, you know, when I hadn't heard from you for nine days, it's yeah. kind I worry. Like I think about you every moment. You're my kid. It's yeah. like I know you don't think about me every moment, but it'd be nice if you thought about me once in nine days. Yeah. So now I always answer the phone when my yeah. dad calls. And if, you know, it's been a couple of days, then I'll pick up the phone and do it because yeah. I'm just like I was mortified. Yeah. Because I just didn't think that way. Yeah. And there's probably so many stories of backpackers that fucking didn't talk to their parents for six weeks and their parents were over there freaking out and then they're like, oh, hi, sorry, I've just been here, just like travelling around. Mm. And the parents were so relieved, probably very angry. But, yeah, it's really – he's done a really good job or whoever's written it and researched it. Yeah. I didn't actually check that. I shouldn't always give him the credit. Um, and it's prompted me to buy Sins of the yes. Brother because he references it a lot. And it's just like I opened it last night, tiny print, and it's all like it's just going to be like Casey times a million. Like yeah. There's so much to it. Like super detailed. I'm actually like really excited because I'm a sicko. Um, but it's great. I'm going to see. Hang on. The Langlo. So – he did research it. Anonymous host researched it. Oh. And um, Elsha McGill has written it. Oh, that's part two. I wonder if they're all the same. That's interesting. Yeah, Anonymous host isn't usually the one that does do the research. Interesting. And there's a lot. Like there's so much to it. But, yeah, they've done a really good job. <laughs> we put a sign on the room next door to basically <laughs> say we can hear your entire conversation if you talk loudly, so shut up. <laughs> and pe- we just saw people outside looking at it like really confused, like quizzically, just like, does this mean I can't use the room? Or? You can use it, just don't scream just don't about private issues. Giant screaming talks about synergy. Mm. That's all I ask. <laughs> um, but you're, you also said you'd listen to Murder Squad. Yes, so that's the other one. Which I'm I haven't to. started yet. It is really interesting. Yeah. Like it's such a, I think, unique um, – I mean, I would have listened to Paul Holes talk about anything. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have cared if he just did a case file type thing where mm. he talked about mysteries. Yeah. Crimes. But it's actually like really playing on his and Billy Jensen's skills and like their interests. So yeah. Billy Jensen has been involved in a lot of kind of crowdsourcing for information on yeah. unsolved crimes. He's actually like – solved crimes yeah. like using Facebook and stuff. He's an investigative journo. Yeah. And then obviously Paul Holes worked in like cold case unit as an investigator. So together it's really cool. The first episode Georgia is on and the mm. second one Karen's on. I'm not sure if they're really necessary as much as I love them. Karen just kind of like laughed a few times in this one and I forgot she was there. And she's kind of like, huh, 
like that. And I'm like, <laughs> the hell? Um, Do you think that they – so think, are they just in the first couple of episodes? I think so. Well, there's only been two. Oh, so okay. I'm thinking they were just maybe – Like easing kind of, the way in. Yeah, and kind of like piggybacking on that interest in yeah. Karen and Georgia. But, I mean, I love them mm. and I don't think that they're really needed. But I don't yeah. know, maybe the third one will have another guest. But, yeah, basically they talk about – it's a cool combo because they talk about the crime, mm. but then they, there's also elements of it that need they need help yeah. um, from the public. So the first one's this guy who took a lot of photos of women and he actually did kill some. Mm. But when they, like, investigated his house, there's, like, 54 women that they can't identify and oh. they want to make sure they're okay. I think they have identified a lot because they made up a big poster a few years ago and circulated that. Mm. But it was before, like, Facebook was really big. Yeah. I think it was, like, 10 years ago. So now they're doing it this way. So And they get all the investigators from those cases. They're on board with it. So mm. it's all legit. And it's like they've got some ground rules, like don't dox anyone, don't name names, don't contact the victim's families. It's just like... Just show your mum who lived in California in the 70s. Yeah, it's just using their audience yeah. as almost like a way to – because it's like a lot of the crime podcasts, that's how they get solved. It's like with yeah. Teacher's Pet. I remember when I first started listening to that, there was stuff that was happening um, in – like the first episode is very like top line and then mm. he starts talking about the school. Mm. And once he starts talking about the school – then the next episode, I'm pretty sure it was like people had contacted yeah. him because Same they had with gone Hamish. to the school. Yeah, people came like forward. They'd gone there, or they knew people that had gone there, or they were like yeah. connected to people. You know, and it's like really mm. that's one of the beautiful things about podcasts is that you kind of put this yeah. out there. Yeah, it can spark people's yeah. memories. It can like reintroduce interest to cases that people had sort of had just fallen to the wayside yeah. because time. Yeah, you know, like the difficulty is is like if they reach a sort of you know, a roadblock in the investigation, mm. things, you know, with the, all the shit that goes on in the world, it's like it's easy for that to just... Yeah, well, of, then they're probably put on another case. Well, that's it. It's and so like, then it just sits there. But it's yeah. like over time, like like you were saying, like once the internet, Facebook gets bigger, mm. social media is a huge mm. factor, you know, all of these things where like message can get yeah. out further you and more know. personal. Yeah, so it's really cool. The second one is again, about identifying some victims of a known killer. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting like that. Plus it's like a good thing to get like justice for these people and yeah. like maybe get the family some closure. Yeah. Because some of them might not even know that their, you know, sister had a photo taken by this guy who ended up killing people mm. and she's missing, then they can put those together. I think both the killers are actually deceased. Yeah. But it's still like they can still kind of pin things on them. Well, yeah, and it's also like I suppose it's more even like you said about the closure for mm. families to identify a victim so that, you know. Yes. And, and even identifying a victim and like being able to say this was that person mm. is in a way kind of a, cl- a nice closure yes. yeah. as opposed to that person just have being a missing person. Yeah, and, and thinking did they run away yeah. or what happened. Like as shitty as it is, yeah. it's like. Closure is something. Have you listened to Bear Brook? No, I really want to. I feel like the second murder squad is the Bear Brook ah, right. case. Mm. I, I haven't listened to it either because yeah. they mentioned Bear Brook ah. Park, but I'm like maybe there's lots Surely of crimes there's not happen more than there. One. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just a really bad place, but I'm guessing it is. It sees bodies found in barrels there. Mm. Um, but 
yeah, it's really good as well. Interesting. And then your last one was Mr. Cool. Yes, Mr. <laughs> cool, the show. The show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so we got this email the other day from Channel 9 and it was basically saying that Australian crime stories. stories? Yeah. yeah, Australian crime stories, the show, um, is covering Mr. Cruel. Yeah, so which it's, is cool. Well, it is cool because I, I like love podcasts, obviously, but then I also always want to put like photographic faces to names or footage and mm. things. You know, it's like when I listen to Serial, mm. my – the, my favourite thing to do was to Google, like, mm. where's the Best Buy? I want to see the car. Was it Best Buy? Best yes. Buy? Yeah. yeah. I want to see the car park. I yeah. want to see well, Leakin Park. what's your park. biggest story for pedestrian? The yeah. Dirty John photos. Dirty John photos. Like, I think everyone wants to see the faces yeah. of victims, the faces of the murderer. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cruel. They want to personalise it, mask. I suppose. Yeah. Can not look at that again? And there's something about, like, pictures that makes it mm. even more sort of uh, impactful, I yeah. suppose. Like Mr. Cruel is like you listen to it and you're like, fuck, that's fucked up and the details are fucked mm. and Leak. horrible. And then you see the pictures of like, you know, with that, the mother that's crying oh, and it's just devastating. Yeah. It puts a, a sort of a personal mm. um, face to the tragedy and yeah. stuff. And anyway, so they're doing that. Yeah. I don't even know when that is. Sunday. <laughs> on, on Sunday. Okay. Sunday after 60 minutes. And yeah. it's on at 9 o'clock. And then it'll be on 9 now, which is their streaming yeah. thing. And they have um, a woman from 9 told me, because I sent her the story, it was like, hey, look at this. Um, she told me they've got the whole series of oh. Australian crime stories on 9 now. So if you haven't watched other ones, they've done yeah. a bunch of Because I don't Aussie watch cases. them on TV. Like it's rare that I watch yeah. um, free to air anymore because like, yeah. I just don't have time. Like I'm not. And like it's rare that you'll be in that place at that time. Yeah. So that's why I like that they're all there because yeah. I think I'll go back and because they've done a bunch of yeah, same, obviously think, important cases. And um, our sweet friend in the podcast, what, I've forgotten his name. Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, Hi, Daniel. the um, um, who always Mystery does. Our TV oh guide. my God, I'm obsessed. Always <laughs> Mystery Hour TV Guide because he always puts them in there and I'm always like, oh, I really want to watch all these things, but I just don't. Like, it's rare that I sit down at night and watch TV. Yeah. And if I am, I'm usually in the middle of a show. Mm. So I'll go and watch the next. Like I said, like I'll be watching Versace yeah. or something. And I'm and watching my dad's shows, which is just like old men <laughs> talking about football. And but, I get fired yeah. up and yell at the screen. But, yeah, it's good to have, like, yeah, so I, I would way prefer things being on streaming yeah. services than. So that's, so that's good. Cool. So it'll be up. I think it goes up on the streaming service the same night. But, yeah, it's interesting to kind of bring him back into the spotlight. Yeah. And, again, maybe people watching will be like, oh, wait, hang on. I was there at that time and this bloke was acting weirdly. He had a black mask with just two eye holes. And mm-hmm. Oh, my God, can you imagine? So fucked. But, you know, someone knows something. Yeah. Um, in all of these cases. So let's just – I think that's really like Australia's can we solve this, please? Like yeah. it's one of the top – ones of just like Beaumont Kids is up there. Yeah. It's just like who was he? And it's a a horrible, horrible thought. There's nothing more horrible of a thought than somebody doing heinous crimes, Mm. committing heinous crimes and just fucking getting away with it. It's the worst. Just living their life. We've said this before because he was believed at one point that he might have been the Golden State Killer. Yeah. He's like – when they caught him, they realised he wasn't. But, like, yeah, he's a 1,000 years old. 
but I just love that he lived to see the day where they fucking approached him outside his house and arrested him yeah. for being the Golden State Killer. Like, fuck you. And yes, you got away with it for our whole lives. I think he basically stopped in like the mid-80s mm. when he had kids. But, um, yeah, you got away with it but you didn't get away with it forever. No, and I think that there's a satisfaction in that because I think for murderers, surely there's some sort of like sick glee in committing horrible crimes Mm. and getting away with it and then living your normal life. So it would almost be embarrassing to get caught. And I think, fuck yeah, like get caught and like have your memory be that you fucking murdered all these people, yeah. not that you just lived a nice life and were a nice family man. Like, fuck yeah. you. You don't get to have yes. that. You killed a whole bunch of people. You raped a whole bunch of women. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Like, it's so I don't give a shit. Like, you shouldn't get to, like, leave this life and have no. your memory be, like, a nice one. Yeah. You shouldn't. And so I really hope Mr. Krull's alive and they arrest him. Yeah. But even if he's dead, the closure, again, Oh, for families, absolutely. For families. Like, I think, yeah, like... Um, and those victim, three of the victims are still alive. Yeah. So it's huge for them to go, yeah. this is the man that did that to me and ruined my life. Yeah. And I think when something is unknown, it's like just the common thing when something's unknown, it becomes almost mystical. Mm. And so for them, it's like to put a human face to this person that yeah. did horrible things to them would probably in their minds make him a smaller person yes. as well. Like yeah. it's not this... Yeah, you know, mysterious like, oh, it's just you. Being. It's not this mysterious monster. Yeah, yeah. It's just a I mean, I'm sure it's still human. not great, obviously, but yeah. like, yeah, there'd be something in that. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch that yeah. at some point. I feel like there's just way too many things to watch or listen to. And every time we do these, I'm like, there's more things <laughs> for me to add to my list. I know. Um, but come into the group, tell us if you've, well, people have been talking about Belangelo and Versace. Couple of people talked about Murder Squad, mm. but yeah, if you're listening, you're enjoying, or you're not enjoying. Tell yes, us, tell us why you hate Murder Squad. Yeah, we can handle it. I'll cry <laughs> to myself. <laughs> um, and yeah, make sure you tune in for Mister Crawl or watch it on Nine Now whenever it suits you, because yeah. that's what streaming is. It's the beauty of streaming. Um, do you have anything else no. to discuss? That's it for me. All right, see ya. See ya.